All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. We especially need imagination in science. It is not all mathematics, nor all logic, but it is somewhat beauty and poetry. Maria Mitchell. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Void Show Active FM. My name is Andrew Faladzi Wahahomu, broadcasting in South Africa, Johannesburg. Be sure to join our conversation today on The Void Show. New Facebook official page, it's at The Void Show with Andrew. Make sure that you search that on your Facebook and you like the page, you follow the page so that you do not miss any episode that we are speaking about on The Void Show. Otherwise, you can find us on our website. It's the Active FM website. It's www.activefm.co.za. Right there is a platform where you will find all the presenters on Active FM. You'll find all the shows that we have on Active FM. We've got different kinds of shows. I always say that we've got music, quiet times, entertainment, designs, and all uh, really anything else in the world that you can think of. So make sure that you also search that uh, on our website. Now you have seen what we're speaking about today. We're speaking about space science. And I have an amazing guest in studio today. He's my friend, um, and he's, of course, uh, from the University of Vets. Um, he's really interested in a lot of things, and so today we're really diving deep into his life, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the career, why he actually chose to study uh, this career in particular. And today, really more interesting, space, science, and technology. If you want to know more about rockets, uh, how they made, why do we even have space stations make sure that you listen to this right after this mr will be joining us hi i'm alvinda from open doors and you're listening to active fm this is the void show thank you again for joining us in this amazing episode where we speak about space science i did mention that my guest today is my friend from the university of vets in johannesburg south africa mr kevin mabasa who is studying uh, the bachelor of sciences in astronomy and astrophysics and he actually has joined uh, some part of engineering at the same uh, institution. Mr. Kevin Mabasa, thank you so much for joining us on Active FM, The Void Show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I've invited you long time ago, Mr. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you only coming in now? Uh, I think now, like when I check my schedule, yeah. uh, it seems to be free. Yes. So I decided, well, why not come? This is, this is the time. Yes. <laughs> mm. uh, Mr. Kevin, you're from the University of Vets, right? And yes. you are studying uh, astronomy and astrophysics. And I should really do say that I've known you for quite enough to say that you are interested as well in uh, astro in I mean not astronomy I mean you're studying astronomy yes. but you're interested in the technical part of science which in this case would be the engineering right so yes. why did you choose to study the astronomy and the astrophysics what was the reason behind your choice uh, well uh, I chose uh, astrophysics. Uh, with the interest of mm. uh, space, the study of space. But mm. on the other hand, I was interested in how we use the technology to study the space. Mm. So 
that's why like um i was thinking like uh after this degree yes uh, i should also take some parts in engineering and mm. then to lay more background of my yes. understanding so that i go deep in yes. uh, the research you know because like now we what we're looking at in space is mm. uh how can we minimize the the, the amount of uh, resources uh, oh. the energy we mm. use uh, yes. to go to space mm. so now we want to find an effective way yes. to get to space but with uh, less cost oh yeah so we're doing a lot of research in that mm-hmm. so we, we, we we're developing um, different kinds of yes. uh, rocket mm-hmm. motors mm-hmm. so that uh, for now, the groundbreaking technology we have is mm. uh, ion propulsion mm. in space. So it can last quite a number of years, about okay. 10 we, years. We, we'll um, speak more about that, right? Okay, thank it, you so it's, much. It's ion propulsion. Yes. Okay, but, but before I, I want us to really speak about your background a little yes. bit before we get to the, uh, you know, the uh, more sophisticated part of science, oh, right? All right. Now, you mentioned that you're interested in the engineering part of it and you want to actually go to study engineering after this. Yes. I mean, won't that take long for you? Be- you don't want to work. That's not your, your, your vision. Nah. You find yourself working one day. No. Like, um, right now, what I'm doing is mm. developing more knowledge yes. of what I'm interested in. But I, w- I will work after maybe quite a number of years from now. <laughs> so I'm not into... I'm patient with my work, so okay. Yes. All right. Now, when if you were here when I opened the show, and you, you I'm sure you had the quote that I started with by uh, Maria Michel. I will, I will say it again, and I want you to just give me your view on what you think of of the topic. You know, it says we especially need imagination in science. It is not all mathematics, nor all logic, but it is somewhat beauty and poetry. Okay. Do you agree with that? What do you have to say about that? Uh, well, uh, in my opinion, uh, yes. when I wake up always in the morning, <laughs> I always tell myself that uh, my curiosity should be driven by wonder. Hmm. So if you are curious in something, mm-hmm. it means there must be wonder behind it. So wonder opens all the doors of knowledge. So hmm. if you don't wander into something, yes. Then it means you won't go anywhere, even if you have knowledge. Mm. But if you wonder, you are able to make progress with your vision. You are mm. you are able to progress with what you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. So yes, I agree with that statement. Yes, we need like the poet, the beauty yes. of science, the poetry, of the it. poetry of science. Hmm. So if if we keep wondering how space works, mm-hmm. how is it here? Mm. Then I believe then. We have a lot to discover. Now, this brings me to a point. You know, there are really, uh, I mean, by definition, science can mean one thing. I want you to explain to me what really science is and how can you differentiate between uh, scientific thinking and non-scientific thinking. Because you just mentioned a very uh, vital thing. I mean, the wonder. It's what drives your curiosity. So how can you differentiate between scientific thinking and non-scientific thinking is there even such like a scientific thinking yes there is i believe there is <laughs> uh so with non-scientific mm. thinking mm. i think it's, it's based on like uh you see as regular people would say um when they see something for example how the bed uh is flying yes they will just say no it's flying because it ha- it have wings mm-hmm. but when we go into uh scientific thinking mm-hmm. we go deeper like uh how does it fly? 
how how does the wings uh, work? How, how how does the wings lift the bed? So we we're talking about the 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 forces applied uh, on the mm. wings and the air. Mm. So we're talking about a lot of things there, like the wings, the engineering of mm. the wings, so how the bed is observation, observation, how yes. the wings are made mm. to be more efficient mm. in air drag. Yes. So we're looking at the magnificent mm. also of the design of the wings of the mm. bed. Mm. Mm. So it's not just about the wings, but also the design, uh, they are light, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're flexible. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot, lot number of things to consider for mm. a bed flying. So, so you agree that there is a scientific That's thinking. a scientific thinking. <laughs> Um, it's Mr. Kevin Mabasa joining us today on The Void Show. Be sure to join our conversation on The Void Show official Facebook page. The handle is at The Void Show with Andrew. We're speaking about space, science and technology. And if you've just scrolled to this point, you want to make sure that you go back and really hear the introduction that we had in a studio today. Mr. Kevin Mabasa, now on a more higher level, um, we're speaking about space science, right? Yes. And technology. What is space science? Well, space science is, is, is just a branch of science which mm. deals with the background of space. Uh, the background? The, the background of space. How, how, how are the things behaving in space? So that's the science of space. So we're looking uh, in quite a number of things uh, how the the stars uh, are there? How are they formed? So, okay. so that's the science. So, I can be more broad about this definition. Mm-hmm. So, so we also study even the chemical compositions of uh, uh, the 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 um, the, hev- the heavens bodies. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so now the planets, uh, the stars. Yeah. So how the how are they made the, the forces mm. uh, the the gravity mm. how does it uh, work to to perform such uh, mm. amazing work in in formation of stars mm. so we also look more into technology uh, because this science we can't really go anywhere without technology that's that's yes. where I wanted to mm. to go with I mean we said space science and technology yes. so I believe. Uh, technology somehow forces itself mm. into space science. Yes. So, in the context of uh, space science, how would you f- define the technology? I think you were doing that right now. Uh, well, uh, technology in space science, uh, we look at the telescopes, uh, the space uh, shuttles, mm-hmm. so the rockets mm. in a simple way. Mm. So how do we get there? So that's how we, 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 we look at the transportation. Uh, how do we deliver the payloads in space? Mm-hmm. So we use rockets, obviously. Mm-hmm. So from those rockets, so we look at a number of things. Uh, the weight, for example. The weight of what? The weight of the rockets. Okay. Uh, how, yes. do they, how, how do we minimize the weight, mm-hmm. but with efficiency of reaching the space? Mm-hmm. And how do we study the, the, the galaxies? Because some of the galaxies, we can't observe them with... Uh, Optical telescopes. Mm. So we use radio telescopes, which are in branch of radio astronomy. Yes. yes. So we use uh, frequencies. Mm. So frequencies. Mm. So there are different frequencies, mm. and uh, when we look at the electromagnetic spectrum yes. of galaxies, mm. some galaxies uh, are within certain part of the mm. electromagnetic mm. spectrum. Mm. 
like for us, we only see a, a, like a little part mm. in electromagnetic spectrum, mm. which is the visible light. Mm. So some galaxies have infrared, uh, ultraviolet, mm. microwave. We can't see such things in, mm. in our naked eyes. Mm. So we need those kind of instruments which can observe uh, microwaves, mm -hmm. uh, waves, and uh, electro um, and ultraviolet mm. waves. So we need those uh, telescopes. Yes. So those telescopes, they 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 bring something to life, things which we can't really observe oh, with yeah. optical telescopes. Yes, yes. So, but there is the technology is more involved in that uh, in in such a way that there is a lot of computing work mm -hmm. needed, mm -hmm. and there is programming, mm -hmm. uh, higher level of programming because. Yes. We need some. We need to map the yes. the universe mm -hmm. using telescopes, and to be m to be more clear about this, we need more telescopes. So, can can mm. you map the entire universe? Um, not really. Not really. Not really. Ooh. Yes. So, but so you can only map the observable universe. Yes, the observable okay. universe. So, which because the universe is it's vast. It's too vast. So. Mm. We don't even know what exists beyond that. <laughs> so, and our instruments can't take us far beyond that. So that's why we only observe the the observable universe. So hmm. now, uh, I want us to speak about uh, space stations. Yes, we've got space stations, which are kind of like telescopes in space, right? Uh, not on the ground of the Earth. Yeah. Now, I tell us more. Why would we need to have? space stations i mean why would we need to have telescopes in space instead of just having it on earth uh well uh, there is a lot behind this mm -hmm. so at first i uh, remember in 1969 mm -hmm. there was a competition between the between russia and usa okay. uh, in, in space mm -hmm. uh, who will first reach the space mm -hmm. unfortunately uh fortunately russia did uh, reach the space mm -hmm. first but uh, when America launched the, the rocket to the moon, mm. well, they, they saw a lot of things mm. when they look at Earth. They discovered Earth. Mm. That's the first time when they discovered Earth. Yes. We, we know that, in fact, we're living in Earth. But mm. when America launched uh, the rocket to the moon, they, di they discovered Earth in such a way that they were able to observe what's above the atmosphere. They... So, well, with the space, it was co-joined with mm. the Russia later in mm. America to study the climate change, mm. uh, the oceans, how they behave, the, mm. the tides, you know, those, those kinds of things are very dangerous if not monitored. Mm. So space was, uh, it was developed because of such things to prevent disasters, to predict disasters, mm. such as climate change, uh, the tsunamis, mm. you know. Mm. So we can observe now, we can do a simple observation, what's happening on Earth. If we're on space mm. so that's why now with the telescopes it was the observation of astronomy mm. so astronomers were just curious what exists beyond earth mm. because we're just here and then we'll see uh, stars and then but back back there in 1980s and uh, 1900s mm. astronomers were in need with the truth yes so because uh People wouldn't believe, uh, mm. they didn't want to believe the, the facts, like uh, there is something beyond, beyond Earth. Mm. There's something beyond the sun, our sun. Mm. So that's why like, it was really hard a uh, long time ago because um, society was also involved in, in you know, to, 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 
to make sure that this truth doesn't get out to public mm. what exists beyond air okay, okay. so they were more controlling yes. but later on they realized that no we have to explore the the universe itself mm. so but it was theorized first mathematically scientifically so so do you think there could be any disturbances on the telescopes if they were uh, I'm trying to structure this question this way. Okay. If if they were a ground-based telescopes, would be would there be? Is there any increase in efficiency of the, uh, you know, the functioning of the telescopes when they are in space rather than when they are ground-based telescopes? Yes, there is a big difference. Oh, is it? Yes, there is a big difference. Tell us more about that. Just uh, in, in, so, in less than one minute. <coughs> okay, when we, with the ground telescopes. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's, it's it's a bit difficult to observe the universe yes. because of the air pollution, mm -hmm. the the ozone layer. Mm -hmm. So some of the frequencies, the waves, well. the waves some yes. of the waves which are coming from different radio galaxies radio. are filtered. Mm -hmm. So they are changed in such a way that it's difficult to keep track of them. Mm -hmm. But rather than uh, if a telescope was on in space, yes. it's just more simpler because mm -hmm. the frequencies are and minimized, and, and minimized yes. with the absorption. Mm -hmm. There's two, they're not changed. Mm -hmm. So I think there is a big difference. Hmm. Um, um, joining us in the studio today is Mr. Kevin Mabasa. We are speaking about space science and technology. He's from the University of Vets in Johannesburg. And uh, if you've just scored this point, make sure that you go back and hear what we were speaking about. We spoke about why there's a need for space stations. We spoke more about the engineering and the technical background actually beyond uh, exploration of uh, space so make sure that you join our conversation today you can find us on at the void show with andrew that's the official facebook page for the void show on the other hand you can find us on instagram and the active fm instagram page it's at active fm now i'm going to give you a gem now to just rock you up and after this gem uh we are coming back with mr kevin with more uh, from uh, space science and technology. He has a jam by uh, Reactive saying to you, he still loves me. Enjoy. Get 
blood Because of what you give I shall not want You're making me lie down in greener pastures You're always leading me to still waters When I get weary you restore my soul You're always leading me to parts of righteousness Don't walk in the shadow of death With you by my side I will fear no evil Your rod and your staff they comfort me You prepare a table in front of my enemies you anoint my head with oil You fill me with your spirit so my cup overflows Surely your goodness and mercy will chase me Surely I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever When I get weaker, you get stronger When I get seeker, you're my healer When I get weaker, you get stronger And when I get seeker, you're my healer Sometimes I'm deep in the
Inception, going back to the original. And that was a song by Reactive saying to you, he still loves me. Thank you again for being with us. I'm hoping that you enjoyed the song and you enjoyed the conversation that we had with our very special guest, my friend, Mr. Kevin Mabasa from the University of Vets, studying the astronomy and the astrophysics of the universe. We're speaking about space, science and technology. Be sure to comment on all our social media platforms and really tell us uh, what you're thinking. Find us on Twitter. It's at ActiveFM. Otherwise, you can find us on our website where you will get all the presenters, all the shows that we're having on ActiveFM. It's www.activefm.co.za. My name is Andrew Faladzi Wahahomu as I welcome you, Mr. Kevin Mabasa, again on The Void Show. Thank you again. Uh, are you enjoying the conversation yes, I'm that enjoying we had so far? <laughs> okay, um, we we speaking about space science and technology, right? Yes. And uh, just you need you you might need to prepare for 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 the game that we're gonna play at the end of the show. Um, I know you've been listening to the voice show, but then it's not that kind of a game. It's it's a different one, especially for you. All right. Well, it's actually a different question. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So tell us. Uh, we, well, at the beginning of the show, I asked you some question, and you mentioned something about you know rocket propulsions and that kind of stuff. So, uh, would you want to tell us more about that? Uh, maybe how a space station is built. So okay. Um, as I, as I said, like. Uh, during the co-joint of the space stations uh, between America and Russia yes. in 1970s. So what happens is that um, it's different from how we build uh, a daily based technology on Earth. Mm. So so a space station is built part by part. Part by part. Yes. Yes. So what we do is that we, we our, our payload... Tell me here, uh, this question. So let's make an example with the International Space Station. So... How is it taken to space? It's not really taken to space. That's like, what uh, I wanted to know. <laughs> so it was just, you know, uh, it was designed here on Earth. Obviously, it was yes. designed. But we, we just sent the, the payload as material. Mm. But it was built on... It uh, was built on space. On, on space. Beautiful. So using uh, robotic arms, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So that's what Bits by bits. Bits by bits. How many years did it take... If you 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 show with the the the, the measurements, and, I mean the, the number of years, to just complete the whole international space um, station. I, I can say it took more than ten years. Yes, Because yes. it was there to be it it has, it had to be engineered carefully. Because mm -hmm. it was uh you know when you you change in in, in pressures inside inside space mm -hmm. between two um uh, cubes or mm -hmm. like you know two um structures, mm -hmm. so you have to be careful that. The pressure is, is, is balanced and equal. Mm -hmm. So because if it's not equal, it's gonna explode. Mm -hmm. So it had to take more years. Mm -hmm. So that's why um, it was uh, built by robotics. So right. the robotics Space was controlled inside space. So. <laughs> yes. So that was like interesting and wonderful. Now uh, a lot of people, I've found a lot of people asking me, how are the you know uh, space stations, satellites, how do they keep orbiting the earth you know uh, i mean why can't they just fall because of gravity to mm -hmm. the earth's surface tell us more about that how um, are they keeping their position in in their orbit around the earth 
So, okay, um, we look at classical mechanics, and I'm sure when your turn is, is now smiling because we're using <laughs> his uh, methods in space. So, what happens is that um, with the forces, so the satellites keep rotating, um, the artificial satellite keep rotating uh, around around artificial Earth, yes, yes, because of the balance in centripetal force mm -hmm. and the centrifugal force. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, we have to control these satellites. We have to keep controlling them because there will so be... So which, which forces are those? Uh, the centripetal force is mm, the which force one which is, is uh, pulling away from the Earth and the one pulling inside is the centrifugal. So you mean it's a satellite in space yes. and there would be a force that's pulling it yes. to the Earth's surface. And then which is the gravity. Which is the gravity yes. in this case. And there would be... A centripetal force which, which is, is trying to pulling it away. So it, it's due to the, the speed the, the, of, of the, the satellite. The speed, yes. And the, it's, so it's, the angular momentum is also involved mm -hmm. here. So the centripetal force want to pull away mm -hmm. and the gravity want to pull inwards. So it's balanced. But we have to keep controlling and keep tracking of this satellite because of the disturbance in the gravitational pull between the moon and the Earth. So, I mean, what distance is, is a satellite uh, orbiting Earth from the Earth's surface? How many kilometers, perhaps, approximately? Well, it, it differs, right? Um, yes. Some are like uh, 50,000 50, okay. above kilometers. So even at that point, we still have some disturbances. Yes, in, in gravity. Okay, okay. So would you say because of that, we need to be still uh, giving the satellites, artificial ones in space, a push? Yes, a push, a control. Yes, Yes, so that they, they don't get out of their trajectory. Okay. So we have to keep them in that trajectory. So what happens is that the fuel they're using, it can last for about 10 years or more than 10 years, So which is uh, ion propulsion. Mm -hmm. So we, we control those, giving, we give the satellite instruction mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. at a certain point at this trajectory, mm -hmm. it must perform a maneuver mm -hmm. of this mm -hmm. force so that it keeps itself in, the, in, the, in track. Because mm -hmm. with the moon, and so there's a gravity mm -hmm. between Earth and Sun, and there's a gravity between Earth and the Moon. Mm -hmm. So that's that's affecting the satellite. So we have to balance those uh, gravitational pulls. Mm -hmm. It's quite uh, magnificent engineering. Mm -hmm. So it's it's wonderful. A lot of hours that are put there. Yes, it's nice. It's <laughs> totally wonderful. Uh, somebody asked me, uh, was the Moon landing faked? <laughs> well, there are a lot of folks behind that. Tell me, tell me what you're thinking. Well, I think uh, it wasn't. Because mm -hmm. if it was fake, we wouldn't have discovered the oceanic climates and the, the mm -hmm. tides, how they are affected. Yeah, I mean, so, but I, I believe that's like a different mm -hmm. thing. Why would you say it was not faked? <laughs> because I believe there's some, something that you want to tell us behind. Well, this, as this scientifically, it was well documented. Like, to, 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 for it to be fake... Uh, it was something else. Like, <laughs> it was going to take years to prove that it was fake. Yeah. Then it is true. Mm, so, mm. like, as I said, mm. it is true because a lot of things were discovered mm. after the moon landing. Mm. So, you can't say it, it's fake because of uh, other discoveries. Mm. So, if we're, we're not having these uh, discoveries of mm. the study of climates mm. and, and, mm. and everything, then yes. it was going to be fake. But it isn't because we're able to discover the climate of Earth, uh, mm -hmm. the ozones and the ozone layers, how are they affected, uh, the beauty of the oceans. <laughs> so it can't be faked. 
<laughs> That's nice. Okay, um, 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 I don't know. Uh, you know, they shortened the amount of time that we have to spend in studios. Right. So uh, <laughs> we've unfortunately reached uh, the end of our show. Well, I've enjoyed being here. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, so I'm gonna play this uh, game with you, Mr. Kevin, and um, I'm, ask, I'm basically asking you a question, and you you answer, right? right. You answer it within uh, two seconds, right? Oh. So if you you know what happens when you don't answer it. Yes. What happens? You sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this one is very, very, very easy. In fact, we 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 gave an answer to this question during uh the, the the interview that i had with you oh yes we gave an answer to wow. it so um are you ready for the question yes i'm ready okay i don't think you'll sing so you don't need to <laughs> <laughs> okay now here's the question here's the question uh give us and by us i mean me okay. the virtual listener give us the year when humanity first landed on the moon uh, 1969 <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for joining us uh mr kevin i'm really hoping to have you more on the next episode of the void show oh thank you so much so do you have any last words maybe that you would want to uh, say before we leave the studio yes yes uh i would like to be my guest <laughs> oh i would like to tell uh the void uh yes. show listeners that they should allow uh, their curiosity to be driven by wonder hmm. that will take them far because a knowledge behind wonder it's everlasting. Hmm. So they should live on that uh, hope Ooh. every day. They should allow their curiosity to be driven by wonder. By wonder. <laughs> that was Kevin Mabasa joining us on Active FM Studios. We spoke about space, science, and technology. Mr. Kevin, before you leave the studios, any social media platforms? Uh, I have uh, Facebook. Yes. And WhatsApp. And, and Tweet. Give us the handle of your Facebook. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Give us uh, yeah, where they can find you, the name of your, in, in Facebook. Um, uh, it's, it's Kevin. Yes. It's Kevin Lovu. Yes. So that's my username. You accept any questions. Yes. If only on Facebook. Yes, it's, it's Facebook. Just Facebook is fine. Yes. Yeah, so that's where I can, you know, it's more public. So yes. It's easy to be fine then. Yes. Yeah, so I think that would be fine okay. with Facebook. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Mr. Kevin. Oh, thank you. Um, that was Mr. Kevin Mabasa, and uh, right after this, I will be closing. Hello, uh, this is Benny van der and you're listening to Active FM. FM, FM, FM. And that was it, apparently, from The Void Show today. We had our very special guest, uh, my friend, uh, Mr. Kevin Mabasa, from the University of Wits in Johannesburg, South Africa. We spoke about space science and technology. So if you've just arrived to this point, you want to go back and listen to what we uh, spoke about in studio today. We really spoke about a lot of things, uh, space stations, gravity, uh, you know, if the landing of the moon was faked, uh, how are space stations built, telescopes, space shuttles, ion propulsions and transportation 
to really uh, uh, what's going to happen in, in the future about space science. So make sure that you tell us uh, your views or your opinions, you know, whatever that means to you, your point of views to the space science and technology on all our social media platforms. The first one, you know, it's the Void Show Facebook official page. Uh, the handle is at the Void Show with Andrew. And Instagram, it's at ActiveFM777. Facebook, it's forward slash uh, ActiveFM. Twitter, at ActiveFM. And you can also find us on Spotify. So you search The Void Show on Spotify. You will definitely find it. TikTok, we're there. And uh, iTunes podcast, the Google podcast. And now we're on YouTube as well. Just search ActiveFM and make sure that you subscribe. You do everything. Last but not least is the website, ActiveFM website. It's www.activefm.co.za. I am Andrew Falazi Wahahom, and I'll see you next time, uh, same place. Active, 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 active